Here we go again. Oh, my Come on, Pastor. What do you got oh, to say? Jesus, help us all. <laughs> That's just amazing. We seem to be hitting levels that were unattainable before. Oh, Look, it's still sizzling. <laughs> Please let let the Stop sane part of our audience oh introduce our Jesus. brother Samuel, please. Uh, yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to this episode of Bartles. Oh, my God. Aren't we just basking in the ambience of the Lord? Because we have such a treat today. First of all, let's introduce our friends, Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi, guys. And Pastor Tony Cassis. Hello. And we have a special friend by the name of Samuel. Hello. <laughs> Sing it, Sam. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, we, if you Sing haven't heard, Sam. yes, if you haven't heard, you know, our new rendition you will eventually or you probably already have heard it but we're I, gonna break it down a little bit because I'm it was new challenge i'm gonna challenge people that sing portals where we blow your mind yes the flesh is but i want you to sing sam's rendition <laughs> right first of all we have to get the download of what Sam's rendition was. Oh, I think so. I so think it wasn't. So. It wasn't Arabic, and it wasn't American <laughs> right. Indian, and it, it wasn't was tongues. Like, it was Hebrew. It, it was, was Hebrew. Hebrew. Let's make that clear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he was singing about portals in Hebrew. <laughs> Whoa! Tell me, you get your first gem. Thank you, thank you. Fun fact: there actually was some uh, some some parts of the rendition were Aramaic as well. Oh, Ooh. it's fancy. Ooh. Well, you get a hand clap, too. Ooh. You get a lot of, a lot of our little things. Well, welcome, Samuel. We are glad to have you. He's our newest member of yeah. Torque New York. So we want to definitely welcome him to the Portals Podcast. Of course, he's listening before, and now he gets to play a part. Yes, he does. He gets to play a part. He plays a part. And, you know, he's, he's playing a part because um, something in his life opened up. Mm. He has some things that he wants to share before we bring the subject of God venting. Yeah, he came to Torque. He came That's to Torque. <laughs> it's always an eye opener coming to Torque, I see. He <laughs> knocked on the door and said, can I come in? Now, just listen for a second. He's not just an ordinary person. Oh, uh, really? He's an Orthodox. He was an Orthodox Jew. What? And he was and is probably even now a rabbi because he's not giving that up. And on top of all that, he sings the scriptures in the synagogue because he's a cantor. Oh, my. Well, you sing in scriptures. We can give you a joke. And <laughs> he came tonight and he sang and he brought such an awesome power of God into the church. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. If you guys haven't tuned into our Sunday service... Um, which would have been what? What's the date? October something. 
Six. The six. There Sunday you go. Sunday the sixth. Sunday the sixth service. What day is it, Shania? You know <laughs> what had happened was what. You know, I got stuck in a porter and I lost track of time. Anyway, <laughs> if you look to our Touché. service on YouTube, <laughs> I get a high five from Pastor Robin. Um, our service on YouTube, you can get a glimpse of what that sound like. And man. Not Which not different. to hype up experience, because we know God is not a God of experiences. We've established that, but true it was phenomenal. experience. Yes, true that experience. was that was a melting of the heart. He always is a God of true experience. Yes, and the thing that was brought forward tonight was holiness. Oh my, oh, oh my, and just how holy and how glorious. His presence is. Yes. Oh, my goodness. The weight of his presence. And our worship team did an awesome job, uh, of course, bringing in, ushering in the spirit, one spirit. Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the, right, the right spirit. The right spirit. Let's go. Yeah. Worship team. Because they definitely usher us in. But, yes, let's uh, kind of unpack that, Samuel, if you will. What are some of the things that you sang? First of all, hello. <laughs> hello. hello. Hello, How are you? Um, Don't sing. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have to we'll sing We'll never now. get anywhere. I okay. know. We'll just be in tears. Okay. But, you know, you can tell us a little bit about, you know, you came knocking on Torque's doors. Like, hey, can I come in? What was that like for you, like, to even want to come into a church? Well, great question. I, growing up, growing up in the, um, coming from the Jewish religion and uh, experiencing life, uh, we all experience life through our experiences with our family, our upbringing, Mm -hmm. uh, all that we are associated with. Mm -hmm. And, um uh when you grow up and you we all as human beings uh yearn for true relationship mm. trust mm. love we all need that right uh whether we want to admit it or not want to admit it mm-hmm we need to admit it. That's the facts right. of our existence. Yeah. And um, then you look for something authentic. You mm. look for something real. You look for real relationship. And as we know, uh, we go around and, yeah, we have acquaintances. We all have acquaintances. Do we all really have friends? Do mm. we all really have people who care about us and people that we care? I think, and as I told Pastor and the pastors before, um, I think we we, we 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 love our sandwich. Do we actually love each ev- other? Each other, yeah. And do we actually so, love? So, so tell us a little bit about like your standpoint. You know, I get as a whole. You know, we we kind of search for those things. But why was that so essential for you, particularly? Like, did you feel like you were missing some truth, or did you feel like you were seeking, as far as from your perspective? Yes, growing up and coming from the perspective of religion. Mm. Religion to me was a divide, a divide of family. Wow. Community. Really? Because I I have got to do this, be this, or 
you're or you're not in existence. Ooh. So even in your Jewish background, you experienced that. Did you experience that, you know, growing up as a, you know, practicing Jew or well, just uh, in family dynamic? If, uh, both. Oh, no, wow. Well, family dynamic is affected by, by the Jewish culture, the, the, the culture that the family okay. lives in yeah. and the community that it lives in. Right. So, yeah. so you, uh, obviously you, you know, we couldn't go to each other's bar mitzvahs because uh, you're Orthodox and you're reform. Or wow. you're that movement, or even if you're Orthodox, but you're different levels of Orthodox, and if it doesn't match, I know, I actually know, um, in Washington Heights, there is a family that's part of our congregation. Uh, she's a grandmother. She has grandchildren who she sees once every, um, once a year or two. She sees her grandchildren because her her um, her child went so extreme in orthodoxy that she wants she she wouldn't allow her orthodox grandmother a, a mom to see her grandchildren limits she she would limit it that's mm. just an example just off of the separation yes yeah, so, so based on okay so you experience religion in that perspective um you were kind of sensing that there was a bit of a separation and you know a despairing of family a little bit so now you're more mature and you're practicing and being an Orthodox Jew. What made you then step out like, wait, let me see what this Christianity is all about? Yeah, so great question. Um, um, I was always thinking I have to step out and find God. Mm. I don't know where he is, but let me go find him. Let me go figure it out. And then, And then you start thinking, well, you're going to find him, probably you're going to find him somewhere where people are practicing and having to do with religion. Now, mm. here's the thing. If you look around and you, and, uh, if you look around, almost, I, I don't know if it's almost, or every religion that I know is associated with culture. Mm. Whether it's the Jewish, okay, Jewish religion, you're Jewish. Yeah. Um, if you're Hindu. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're a, a Muslim or whatever it is, yes, it, it has to do with it's tied to something. Mm-hmm. Christianity, actually, although Jesus er, comes from the Jews, but the Christianity as a whole is not associated with any nationality. Mm. Wow, it's not That's associated. That's a gem in itself. Yes, so true, so true. That is so true. Why don't you just make a comment on that, Tony? Well, it's uh. It's basically the gospel is for everybody. The good news is for everybody. And uh, Samuel has noticed that, you know, Christianity isn't a a specific people group. It's not a specific culture. It's wow. across the board. It's so true. So what, what he's observing is correct. Yeah. So that stood out to you more than, say, Hinduism, Muslim, right. or like Orthodox Judaism, right? Right. Uh, let me first go and see, hey, here are people who are just Come serving. Come close. Here are people who are just serving authentic God. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Not associated with anything. Let me go find that out. Find out what's going on there. That's where I. That's 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 what made me. So you're saying? Can I? I'll yeah, just go come for in. It. Mm-hmm. You're saying that when you came seeking God, you were going after God, not a man's belief. Exactly. To do with culture, to do with My traditions, God. to do with forms, to do with programs. 
You really wanted to find God, the God of love that you were told about all your entire life. Exactly. Amen. The, the, the actually, what I was told about and actually what Jesus grew up on himself. Yeah. yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah. So what, what prompted you to wow. leave your home that particular day last week? Mm. And you, you, you told us, you told Pastor and myself, you wanted to go and experience a church, but your first experience was not exactly all that good. Tell, tell the audience what happened. Yeah. Well, no names. Well, <laughs> no names. Well, uh, you asked two questions, Pastor. What made me do it now? Yeah. And then what happened? Yeah. Well, all my life I was seeking. All my life I was always questioning this can't be. This can't be. Mm. That I knew it can't be. I just didn't know what yes. I needed to uh, get over a lot of emotional baggage that comes from thousands of years. Mm. You understand? It's not easy for growing up as an Orthodox Jew uh, with that extreme religious heavy religious situation when your mother i'll share if you don't mind um you're um i i grew up my my mother grandmother uh, passed down they would tell you don't go near those christians because Mm. they practice halloween and halloween guess what they teach our children to do you go and receive candy from all, you go knock on doors and get some candy, trick or treat, get some candy. They're teaching their children to take. Guess how we celebrate our Purim? Purim is like the Halloween. Guess how we celebrate our Purim? We go and give out baskets and we're giving out, you know, treats to all our neighbors and community. Mm. This is this is the real religion. This is what I was told. And then, of course, on top of that, you got thousands of years of Jews you know, the, the separation with Christianity, it's not so simple. It's not so simple. However, however, I, and by the way, just interject, pastors um, reminded me that we don't celebrate Halloween, so FYI. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, make I'll, that clear. I'll, we do not support not Halloween. No. Anyway. No, not even no. trying to redeem it. Look at no that. No way. Can't go to where it came from, a dry place. Anyway, yes. go for yeah. it. Yeah, so... Uh, so then I then when when you um, have that and then with all the thousands of years of of you know the Christianity with the Jews and there's a lot of obviously persecution, yeah. persecution. Christians I persecuted I, the Jews. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of years and Pastor Tony light enlightened me. We had discussion about that. If you can share soon, but mm-hmm. but um, but there is that fact. In, 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 and, and it's almost like you defi- you're going against your people, your tradition. Yeah. If you, you know, and it's very, very deep. It's very hard as much as, you know, the, the one part of my heart will say, hey, let's come to Christianity because let's go find, like I said before, the one religion that has remained unassociated and has disassociated themselves with any particular group or culture. However, there is that side which makes it very difficult. Um, so it took me a while to actually 
um, get the courage. Yeah. And then, and then guess what happens? Uh, and this has to be divine. I, um, I start researching a good uh, a church. It was on it was on Saturday morning. I woke up. I got this revelation. I said, I gotta go. I'm gonna go and find that. I said, what, what what's gonna happen? I walk in. That gonna kill me, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we hope not. Uh, you know, the, you know, but uh, you know, they're not gonna kill. You know, let's go find out what's going on. Now, so I said, uh, yeah. So, um, I say, is that your question? Yes, we're gonna take a second, give the listeners a breather, because you're sharing so much. That is blessing me. It's definitely blessing me, and I'm sure it's de- blessing the pastor as well just to hear your testimony. But we're going to give the listeners a break, and then we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. We are excited for the Soap Fall season to commence with life-changing courses that will deepen our relationship with Jesus. Starting Saturday, October 5th, Dr. Robin Cassis will kick us off with Counseled by God. This course is so powerful to help heal emotions and memories and learn to let Jesus be the wonderful counselor of our lives. You will be renewed with hope and life as we learn to let God turn the scars into stars. Sign up now by visiting SoapNY.org. Oh my goodness. I don't know how many of you listeners are being blessed by this testimony coming from Samuel. And believe it or not, we put him on the spot. So we're not coaching him to say these things. This is his true experience, authentic as we try to keep portals as possible, just kind of unedited and as raw as it comes. And we just allow the Lord to minister through that way um, prophetically. See, you being prophetic, Samuel, you didn't even know it. Anyway. So you ended the first uh, segment by kind of leading us to, you know, that morning where you just kind of got a revelation to seek God. And you were unpacking so many gems. Um, we'll, we'll catch you up on what gems actually mean and things like that after portals. But you were, you know, really just expounding the experience coming to Torque. So can you just kind of pick up where you left off, where, you know, you woke up, um, that morning, and you started a Google search about churches. Yeah, yeah. So I wake up. Uh, it was a Saturday morning. I wake up and I say, um, "What's the worst that can happen? Let me just go walk in and see what's going on. Check it out." And I'm searching, and I find a church in New York that actually has a service on Saturday. Uh, so I said, Hey, and they actually have a service in the morning and in the evening, very convenient. And they talk about the father of God, the mother of God, without mentioning any names of the church, but there's the, there's that, that detail, very interesting, very different. I said, Hey, it's an experience. Let's go find out what's going on. I come to the church, make a whole train ride. It's a whole trip mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon. I knock on the door. And they say, 
uh, oh, hi, what's your name? A little conversation. So you can't come inside. This is by appointment only. I said, by appointment only? Is, is this doctor's appointment? I, I said, no, no, no. This is by appointment. I said, what's going on? They're like, no, no, <laughs> Sorry, there's, there's an event. <laughs> there's an event going on right now. I said, oh, sure. An event? I will not disturb. When is the next service time? Eight o'clock this evening. Oh, okay. I'll be back eight o'clock for service. No, 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 no. You, you, you We have to first, that's by appointment only. We first, yeah, first, yeah we, we, don't, we don't just invite you to mm-hmm. service. I'm like, wait, did you just say service by appointment only? They said, yes. I said, when, wait, wait, who owns this church? They said, Jesus Christ. I'm like, Jesus? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm Jewish. He was Jewish. I guarantee you, he don't make no appointment. Oh, my goodness. He's not making you an appointment <laughs> for, for so service. They, they, I got to give you a gym for that. Sorry. So they, I got to give you were, a gym for they that. They were telling you that you had to make an appointment to get into oh church. God. Yes. Wow, and how did you feel after that? I, well, I right away I responded. I'm like, "This is no way. This is a church of God." Ooh. I am sorry. I My wish I actually God. actually. This reminds me of where I come from. Shabbat shalom. Oh, oh, Jesus. oh so it was like religion again. Here we go. My we go. God. I. I walked downstairs and the bellman, who was part of the church, I explained to him what happened and he was very nice and he said, you know, I'll tell you, really, this is, this is, um, this doesn't make sense. I'm going to talk to the pastor. I'll have him reach out. I said, no, 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 no. This is a pastor. This is not a church. This is not a pastor. I'm sorry. I, this, you know, I'll talk, he actually gave me his number. He wanted to be in touch, but you know, cause he said he felt bad, but yeah. at the same time he actually saved, I was going to walk out. I was like, this is. Religion all over again. Forget wow. it. I was done. And he actually gave me a little saving, which I will say that I'm going to go back. I want to go back and thank him and thank the church for kicking me to talk. <laughs> and I'm going to, and my gratitude is going to be that I'm going to introduce you to some real pastors. Right. So but, how but did anyway. you, how did you find talk so, after okay. that though? Right. Okay. So that's just an aside note. But anyway, I, I walk out. Sub portal. I walk out and I, and I say, and I say, okay, I got, I got, I got, I'm gonna try one more. That's it, one more. I can't do more than one, more than n- number two. So I go on my phone and I'm like searching churches in the area. I said, God brought me here for a reason to this area, right? Mm-hmm. Let me go find a church in this area. I'm gonna look for the top Google reviews in the area to figure out. What church I'm gonna go to? That's gonna be my sign. <laughs> and guess what? Torx got a four point nine. Wow. Four point nine. Four point nine. Oh my wow. goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah. So, so and in the in the whole area for and and this is a busy church yeah. area. This, this mm. lists of mm. churches. This is Times Square. This is no uh, and and uh, and I say okay, that's it. I walk, I come in, and I'm greeted by Sonia with a nice, warm smile. Come <laughs> oh, inside. Pastor Sonia. Oh, yeah, Pastor, Pastor Sonia. Pastor Sonia. Pastor Sonia. Unbelievable. She invited me in. Real people's she, person. People, yeah, yeah. She, I, I still thank her till today. She was the one who saved it. Right. Mm-hmm. She was the one. If not of that, yep. you know. 
Point wow. So, and then the irony of that, you came in. So I come in and then. During a class. Right. So she said, there's actually, actually no service today, but there's a seminar tonight, which costs $50. But if you want, you can pay it. But it's not, you know, you're still invited. I said, uh-huh. So you're, um, so you're going to invite me to the seminar, even yeah. though and there's no appointment. That yeah. means service is for sure no appointment. I'm like, okay, that's it. And just to, just to give a little backstory, did you say that word? I'm home. He yeah. did. Oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. heard it. Right I'll away. say it again. Oh yeah, no, right away. I said I'm home. That's yeah. it. Can we give a gem for that? Wow, it's That's interesting cool. for one because you came during uh, a so class similar, that wasn't yeah. yeah, and it wasn't one of those you know easy swallowing mm-hmm. uh, classes. You deep. came to a fragmented soul. So yeah. you got in the deep stuff deep before end. we can even explain it. So that's great. I actually came in as a fragmented soul. Look at this and prophetic. I brought you as a fragmented soul to introduce you to <laughs> for you to know you were fragmented exactly. in your soul. My God. So, so yeah. So you were welcomed in. You attended the seminar. It was excellent. It, it continued from there. It, oh, the seminar was so deep, and and it was stuff that I've never heard, and I, and uh, it was it was stuff that I've never heard, and and deep stuff, um, that literally blew my mind, and then I went over to pastor afterwards, and she uh, she said, "Come stay for the second half." I remember right, I mm-hmm. came in the middle, uh, but a break, and she said, "Stay," and then we talked afterwards with Pastor Tony and. Pastor Nate and we had conversation until the wee hours of the morning, and I said these pastors, they're not they're not running a business. They're 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 this is a father, there's a mother, there's a sister, there's a brother. Yeah, I'm like this is family. This is mm. unbelievable. And then, and then what I what I experienced was something so tangible. Mm. So it's, then then you still have to get over the in the mind. You still have to get over. Is Jesus God? Is he not God? Is he where is he from? Is he you know, is he where is he coming from? And then you got and you remember all that conversation yep. we have yep. to go through mm-hmm. to get through all undo all that baggage, all that all those years yep. of of upbringing and 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 heritage that you come from, right? So mm-hmm. it's not easy. Uh you gotta go th- you gotta go through all that. You yeah. gotta get through all that. So you 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 had the conversations with pastors and I remember, you know, you guys just sitting there really unpacking the scriptures. But one thing I just really loved about, you know, you coming in, it was refreshing mm. to see that you really were inquiring. You weren't like trying to challenge or try to mm. prove it down. You know, you really were inquiring and it was a beautiful thing to see that dynamic happened, especially with Pastor Tony, because, you know, I believe Pastor Tony is very knowledgeable in the scripture. Mm. Oh, my goodness. And he, like, comes to life when he's talking about those scriptures. Pastor Tony was so deep. (laughs) Thank you. So deep and so straight cut. Yep, and you were sitting with Pastor Nate and, you know, Pastor Robin, and even a few of us, you know, just in fellowship, just asking questions. So that was a beautiful thing, you know, about that. Yeah. Just conversing with each other. I think that um, one of the things that uh, really, really spoke to you, and here's the big thing. You came up to me afterwards, after we I did the seminar with Pastor Nathan, and you said to me, you said, Pastor, God speaks. Um, how does he speak to you? And I said, uh, well, 
um, I suppose with me, he prompts, he prompts his voice to me. Um, and some people see visions, others sense, how they, others have impressions. And you said, what about a gut feeling? And I said, well, I wouldn't call it a gut feeling, but if that's your lingo, then that's your lingo. And if that's the way you see it and understand it, then that's the way he will yeah. uh, uh, will speak to you through your yeah. way. Here's the key. When we finished, Pastor and I were speaking over you and we were giving you the word of the Lord. And one of the things that Pastor said to you, you will know by your gut. Now, let me tell you, that conversation that you had out in the church was between you and me. Pastor Tony did not hear a word wow. of wow. that. But when he was prophesying, his statement was, you will know in your gut. Mm. So... It's what, like God knew his language what, to understand What more can he have mm -hmm. yeah. that God is showing him yep. emotion? And I want to say this to you. He was showing you that you had emotion that was never allowed to come forward because it was suppressed and, and brought down into sort of like an image where you had to live in that image of God. And so you never even got to explore your emotions, let alone that God had emotions. Wow. That's so unbelievable. And I, if, I can add, uh, if I can add to that. Um, there, so the word talk, how did that come about in your yeah. understanding? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Talk, it's interesting. Uh, um, T O mm -hmm. R C C. So it's torque, is you're the zero. Your T is the zero. You are a T O, you're the zero. You are closed. Um, the zero, the, the O is the closed. Mm -hmm. you are, your emotions are suppressed. You are absolutely closed and you cannot be open. Until you walk into talk and you hear the R, which is the right word of God, and then you get to the C where you now you're open. Now you're open and you can open and then you become the chosen, the second C. My God. That was enough to really digest. We're going to go on break and introduce and talk about what we talked about on the Sunday service. We hope Samuel's, you know, testimony is bless you. He has much, much more, much, much more to come. And you'll see a lot more of him. Just but come around. Just talk come around. To come to talk. <laughs> That's right. Come close and then come open and chosen. Anyway, we'll be right back. Hey guys, want to hear God speak to you personally? Then join us here at Dipping Night. It's every first Monday of the month at 7.30 p.m. To find out more information or to RSVP, you can visit us at dippingnight.torquenyc.org. Hope to see you there. I think we're going to sing portals right now. Portals! <laughs> we 
we blow your mind. Pop, we stamp, crackle pop. I said we stamp, crackle pop. We'll blow it every time. It's getting toasty. It's getting toasty. It's getting toasty. It's burning all the time. It's getting toasty. It's getting burning all the time. <laughs> I need to take a pill. <laughs> the red or the blue one. Oh, <laughs> the red or the blue one. Oh, excuse Whoa. me. Oh, that's Oh, my political. God, it's still, you know, crackling and everything. <laughs> let, let me come in and just say, uh, guess what? I think Jesus might have had to make appointments, too. Oh, Oh, but did that he? Place. Wow. Oh. Oh, my God. Scripture. You know what? Yeah, Jesus would. <laughs> if you had to make one as a Jew, he would have had to make one as oh a Savior. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to give you a gym for that shade because I know it was some shade. That was shade, baby. <laughs> that was shade. <laughs> it's getting shady. And, you we, know, I'm going to come in. I'm just going to say something. That needs to be said, then Shania can bring us in because we've got some things we want to share with the people tonight. But you know, you had to discover mm. your emotions. And that's what God wanted for you for you to discover your emotions. So then you could discover that God had emotions. Ah, wow. That is so true. Wow. That's oh all I'm goodness. saying. That is. Wow. That's That hit me in the gut. Not the gut. <laughs> Not the gut. He's going by his gut. <laughs> oh, no. So we have tag Pastor Nathan in. What else? <laughs> he's here. I'm he's here. here. He has yes, arrived. he's come. Gone. So, Tonight, tonight's word really was birthed out of the word that we shared with our, yep. our church in Sydney. Mm. And... Um, I had the privilege of sharing out of Genesis um, 20 and 21. Mm -hmm. And there are two chapters that deal with, um, you know, Sarah uh, becoming pregnant finally and then giving birth to Isaac. But um, the topic of uh, Abraham being the only person in the scripture that, in the Old Testament at least, that is referred to as the friend of God. Mm -hmm. And so that led us to speak about friendship. And uh, we, we can understand friendship between like humans and, and family and so forth. You know, we have a relationship with so many people in our lives. And, but when God calls you a friend, that's something really special. That's a special friendship. Yeah. Friends. And then um, Not the I, remember, I remember Pastor Robin <laughs> making the comment because I ended up saying by the Spirit, because I, I didn't have any notes at the time, um, you know, we often vent to our friends. Mm -hmm. There are people that we feel comfortable and, you know, letting whatever is happening deep down inside, you know, come up without them judging us or without them, you know, really making any kind of uh, 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 criticism. And mm -hmm. we, we get comfortable with that because that's what friends are for. Well, yeah. We like to think that was what friends are for. But I asked the question, who does God vent to? Oh. Yeah. That's so, a question. You know, friendship with God is a two-way street. That we all we all want that part where we benefit from that friendship. 
But what if we were to allow the Holy Spirit occasionally to turn that around mm. and let God vent what he is concerned about? Well, maybe if I could come in on that, that was the major challenge for me. Uh, I know that God has emotions and we're supposed to have his emotions, Mm -hmm. Mm. which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, meekness, mildness, temperance. These are are emotions and gifts and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I mean the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And that grows. That's God. Okay, that grows in us. You know, Mm. he's loving. He's kind. Mm -hmm. He's all these things. And we too should be the same way. But when you said that, to, uh, last night, uh, I went home and I had a miserable night with cramps from standing all day teaching and yeah. and and then um, you know going home very late and so I I, I sort of healing in a, Jesus name yeah Amen I kept cried out on the Lord all yep. night and I had people praying for me I had Debbie get up and pray for me because I knew my family was pretty worn out themselves yeah and so was Debbie but she's young she can do it better <laughs> not and the shade so, oh that's the shade and so anyhow <laughs> Pastor I turned around and I got up this morning and uh, my legs were still sore you know the cramping just from standing. And I went to turn around and say, oh, God, my legs are hurting me tonight. Oh, God, can you do something? And then I stopped and I said, hang on, I'm venting about my situation now. I'm Mm. in pain. Mm. It's discomforting for me or such. And then I turned around and I said, no, what's bugging you, Lord? Wow. What do you want to say to me about what you feel? Wow. And I'm telling you, guys, from that moment on, I had things come upon me, a burden Mm. like I had never experienced in my life. Wow. I am Jewish. I'm a Christian. Yeah. But I'd never experienced a weight, a burden, for Jewish people. Mm. I was excited about Sam's conversion. I've been jumping, I've been sitting and I've been bubbling up Mm. and excited about everything that just gets revealed to him. Yeah, you've been quite excited. Uh, Just a wee bit. (laughs) I mean, I asked the Lord last week, what's happening? And he said, Sam is seeing men as trees. Wow. I'm lifting the veil and he's beginning to see. He will eventually see the whole picture. Now that's exciting to Mm. me. I don't know if you know that. It's not an easy thing lest God lift the scales off a Jewish eyes. They can't be lifted because God chooses to blind them so only God can take them off. Yeah. But do you know, just like Paul, they had to be taken off by an act of God bringing someone into his life to do that very thing. And so I just, I was so heavy, 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 heavy. And I try to find reasons. Now we do this. Uh We do this, Shania. We try to find reasons why God might be venting or why he might be angry or hurting wow and you know what 
Those is it always points back to well I'm doing something wrong. Mm. I must not be walking properly. Oh, I'm not overcoming in this area. Speak I'm not in it. getting getting this sorted out. Mm. I, I need to put all myself together. But do you know something? I couldn't do that. And every time I tried to find a reason for why I was feeling heavy, mm. and I might tell you that I was on the verge of crying every second. I had tears in my eyes. I couldn't even get my makeup on. It was just wa watering off. It yeah. was really hard. And so finally I'm sitting in the car coming to church. We're late. Everything seems to have happened. Mm. And I'm thinking, well, maybe I just need to get someone to pray for me. They prayed, didn't lift. Mm. And then... I prayed myself, didn't lift, and I mm. knew something's not going to lift. So I said, I think we need to sing more when I get to church. We need to sing more. We've had enough of the word. Let's sing. Mm. So I come down here expecting to be an instant answer. Yeah, that's the and, key. And it didn't work yep. because there was more to it. And it wasn't until the Lord spoke to me and he told me, this is of me. Wow. This is of me. This is not something you're doing wrong. Or to rebuke. Or to rebuke you. This is of me. Mm. As a Jew, I'm awakening something in you mm. that I need to vent if you're going to be my friend. Mm. Oh, my Hello. goodness. I love that you brought that out because it was quite sobering for me to hear it myself when the Lord is actually prompting you to actually just talk to you. It's not always about him trying to correct you. It's not always about him trying to tell you those things or fix you or, you know, make it about everybody, even someone else, you know, that you may have been praying for. He honestly just wants to share his heart sometimes. And, and, and there's a key to yeah. this. If you don't mind, I'd like to just take you to something that I teach very strongly in one of the courses, and that is Yada Times. Yeah. And uh, I think that's in council, is it? In, communion. No, communion. Yeah. Communion with God. And these Yada Times have, <laughs> have different different uh, places that you can go. Yeah. And, and it's like if you were to look at as a relationship with God, uh, you can have casual. Yeah. You can have casual prayer. You, you talk to God about everything on the outside, mm. on the outside, like you would talk to any man on the street, yep. a not just so much a friend, you could talk to any acquaintance, acquaintance yeah. on the street. Yep. Wow, we look at this hot day, look at this rain pouring down, oh, look, snow all over New York City, <laughs> I hate the black ice, all that, all that stuff, and it's all on the outside of you, all on the outside of you. Yeah. And that's the first place I believe you go to. Yeah. And that second place is where you start to talk to him about what makes you tick, what's going on in you. You let it out. You let him know mm. that you're in pain. You let him know that you're having all these things inside you. So it's not an outside thing anymore. It becomes an inside thing. Mm. And and. And you let him know because you trust him, mm. because you trust your friend. Mm -hmm. You trust your friend 
God is your friend and you begin to open up your inner parts. You become transparent. You allow all this to happen. Then the next point and the next stage is where God begins to talk to you about what goes on in him. Mm. Wow. Wow. That is incredible. I mean, incredible. how many of us have them? Friends, right? Oh, I love that song. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to take a short break because you are coming in hot, Dr. Robin, about this here friendship. And just, I want to bring out definitely, you know, what you were saying about how the Lord has to trust us. Just like yeah. we trust a friend and we trust him. He mm. also has to trust us. But we'll, 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 you know, unpack that when we come back from this break. Bottles. Hey guys, welcome to the Portals Podcast with Dr. Robin Cassis and with Annie Shanae with, and with Pastor Nathan with, and with Pastor Tony Cassis. We'll see you soon. Where we blow your minds. Yada, 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 yada. Times. Yada, 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 yada. Um, <laughs> I had to throw that one in there, Shania. Yes, that was good. Yada, was good. yada, yada. <laughs> we was in there. It's my new work. Yada time. Yada. Rather than work, it's going to be yada. <laughs> you sound like a little minion, but I'm not going to call you one because I right. know it's demonic. <laughs> Jump us back in, Pastor Robin, because yeah, this is no, an important no, no. topic. Yeah, I think it is. I think we went up to where, uh, you know, uh, we're starting to trust God. We're starting to tell him what really we feel inside us. And that's not an easy thing, guys. That's really no, not an not. easy thing because, uh, you know, we've been hurt so many ways and uh, we don't want to trust anyone. But Oh, my God. But we open up. It's crazy how there's such an attack on the friendships, though, and even in the world because they're always saying, no new friends, oh, no fake friends, <laughs> or everybody's fake, this, and it, do, it just kind of close you off from a true friendship. Yeah, And, and there's a true friendship in Jesus. And you know, um, it's so easy. I mean, every second word is love. Uh. I, you know, you love this. I love you. I love you. I never say that unless I mean it. I mean, I'm right. not going to talk to a stranger and say, I love you. I love eating some sort of food, but I'm not going to compare that to the true love of God. Yeah, love is so universal these days. It's so misused. <laughs> yeah, so misused. definitely. So let me go back to this very point of the other times. And, and let me tell you that, um, you know, when you start to trust God mm. he and tell him what really hurts, he listens. Mm. And that's a great place to be with God and with people. Yeah. When yeah. you could trust people to be your friend because you could trust God to be your friend. Yeah. Do you understand? Sorry, let me give you a yeah, That's great. So we come to another place that I think is exciting. It's where God, in this stage, trusts you. Mm. And he starts telling you what hurts him. Wow. And what bugs him and what 
he is concerned about. Yeah. And he's and he just opens up like a real friend to mm. you. Yeah. And he trusts you. You see, he can't be God's friend unless he trusts you. Mm. You can't. You can be his child, but you can't be his friend unless he trusts you. Come on. Well, I mean, scripturally, he said, David is a man after my own heart. He didn't say David is a man after my own words or my ways. Promises. Yeah, he said heart, you know, so that implies he trusted him on a heart-to-heart level, you know. Especially. I think um, besides Abraham, maybe, maybe David was uh, a friend of God too because we, we often hear David venting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he Psalms. A lot. The Psalms are basically a vent <laughs> of the emotions that mm. David was experiencing and I'm sure there were times when David sat before the ark like he often did and God would speak to him what he was he was feeling. Mm. So that, that brings us to Abraham. Obviously, um, there's there's only a few people in the scripture that God actually expresses intimate relationships, um, sorry, intimate details about what's going on in his heart. And we already mentioned Abraham. Mm. You know, Abraham uh, was just minding his own business, and one day three angels turn up mm. and they sit down and have lunch. <laughs> they have lunch with Abraham, and one of those. Three wow. angels is actually the angel of the Lord, which is like a pre-incarnate Christ. Wow. And it was during that fellowship of having lunch that, you know, the Lord said to Abraham, this time next year, Sarah will bear, be holding a son. Wow. So that tells us a lot about how important fellowship with God is because mm. when, when you're fellowshipping with God, God begins to reveal what he's about to do. Oh, mm. Come on here with this now. Now, did Abraham set this up? No. Abraham was ready mm. and available to talk with God. Mm-hmm. This is why, you know, Jehoshaphat is the is the man who refers to him as the friend of God forever. Yeah. Mm. He wow. says, Abraham, your friend forever. Wow. And so Jehoshaphat knew something about Abraham's relationship with God, and, and that's possibly the reason why God made him the father of many nations. Mm. It was based on relationship. Jesus, and then the the other time we see Jesus, we got yeah. to, we've got to talk yeah. about Jesus. Yeah, yep, we sure do. I often ask, ask you know, the Lord, how come Peter, James, and John were sort of like the favorite three? Mm-hmm. And I think out of the twelve, these guys were friends the mm. most. Mm. Okay, and that says a lot because I think Jesus shared with Peter, James, and John, but especially John things that he didn't share with yeah. the, the other nine. The disciple that he loved. Yeah. And he and had an inner circle. He yeah. did. Yeah. And so um, it wasn't because they were favourites. No, because uh, they listened. <laughs> There's the key. They listened. They zipping the lippy. They, they, actually wanted, they actually wanted to, you know, hear what he had to say. There it is. They're listening. They're listening. They're yeah. not talking. They're listening. Yeah. Anyone that listens, you can make a friend. Right. You know, someone who does all the talking, it's all about them. But when they listen, they're listening to it being about you. The interesting thing with, with Abraham is after that lunch, you know, under the – 
you know, the, the memory trees, um, the Lord gets up and he's about to walk towards Sodom and Gomorrah mm. and he stops and he, he talks to himself. He says, shall I not reveal to Abraham what I'm about to do? There we go. Seeing wow. that he shall be a great nation. In other words, he stops himself and he goes, I've got to share with my friend what I'm about to do. Wow. Knowing full well that Abraham, his friend, is the only man that has enough boldness yep. to stand in the gap for Sodom and Gomorrah. Wow. Right? Well, he's actually standing in the gap for his nephew. Yeah. Right. But even God overlooks that selfish part. Yeah. He uses Abraham to intercede for the two cities. Unfortunately, there's not uh, 10 righteous people there and judgment has to fall. But it tells us that God will always vent Mm. to people he trusts with what he's revealing. Mm. And you know... um, (laughs) You know about listening, you know. um, God loves a listener. He calls it in his word. Yeah, Proverbs, a fool that, speaks. Yeah, you're a fool if you do all the talking. Yep. But a wise man is one that listens. Yep. And and so this is an important part of God. And just you were mentioning about friends and you mentioned about Abraham being a special friend and you brought that up about Sodom and Gomorrah. But I want to bring up about how he was such a good friend to God God had him pray for the wombs of those women. Uh, that were barren from Abimelech. Yes, yes. Yeah. It had to be my friend has to pray for you. Even though my friend is doing the wrong thing at the moment. But I'm my still acknowledging friend, that his friendship trumps what he's doing wrong. That's exactly right. So... So friendship with God and he talks to you, he opens up to you, he trusts you. Yeah. He trusts you. Yeah. Wow. I'm coming back. Yeah. With more. You are. And I just love, I just want to close this one out, this uh, portion before we go to break. When you, I believe it was you, Pastor Tony, when you brought out the fact that, um, you know, you may not tell your family as much as you tell your friend. Yeah. And I think this really will highlight the difference because I feel like we stay at the family portion with God and each other, but mm. there's we sure there's a difference. A I get a gym. There's a difference. <laughs> Come on, when give it's a friendship. A I, I diminished the gym where I can get it. Yay, I get a gym. You get two gems for that two one. Gems. Put up that in your pocket right now. Yeah, one more. Come on. Pockets are getting heavy, and we'll be right back. Hi, everybody. Pastor Nate here, and boy, are we excited to invite you to a new event that we have happening on Sundays at 3 to 4 p.m., the new Bible study that's starting at Talk called Connecting the Dots. This is going to be a great way for you to come, connect the dots of your faith, reintroduce yourself to the Bible, or introduce yourself to the Bible like never before. Pastor Tony will be leading this class. You don't have to come to every class. You can drop in. Also, it will be recorded and available later on on Talk TV. So we're excited to take this journey and for you to come on this journey with us. We'll see you there Sunday at 3 p.m.
I got another one for you. Ready? Thank you for being a friend. Travel around the world and back again. The heart is you. You're a something and a something else. I'm doing the friend slap. Oh, my, my. Wow, I was thinking of the girls. Wow. Sorry. Speaking of friends, <laughs> i got a friend of mine. He lives, he's a Bedouin <laughs> okay. in, okay. in the tent. land of Israel. There you he, go. His tent is just outside of Jericho and you can't miss it. Uh-huh. It's, it's totally black. He's got a, a Toyota Hilux truck wow. parked outside. He's looking on the internet. listen to this, uh-huh. you can't miss this tent because this he's got thing. this gigantic TV aerial. Oh. It's about 30 feet high wow. and he's always watching soccer. Now, G'day, friend. Yeah. I just want to say hello <laughs> oh from boy. New York Hi. City. Yes. Hi from New York. the last time you said that, Pastor Tony, about your friends in Alaska, we then had a... Uh, or Siberia. <laughs> he's looking at we his friend now. We had listeners and viewers yeah, from Alaska. Yeah, we had from Alaska that week. It was week. hilarious. So. You were telling me there's the, these Bedouin brothers and sisters Listen, out there out outside there. of Jericho. They're shepherds. Oh, okay. And they literally have... <laughs> <laughs> like cable television or what is it? You know, you know, well, say broadcasting. Say yeah. something to them in your friendship language of Arabic so they can understand. Uh, salamu alaikum. Oh, that's oh, my friend. Oh. Tell Come them, on, tell them, you need more than tell that. Them, listen, Shalom. <laughs> tell them, why don't you say you need to listen to portals? It's good for you in uh, Arabic. I, I, I don't have the command of the language that much. Oh. Maybe maybe Shmuel can do it. I'll give the I'll give them the Shalom alaikum. From Israel. Yeah, there we go. Hello, friends, all around the world. We're we're truly trusting that God will put some Israelis on our our audience list. Come on. Including some Arabic Israelis Mm. as well. So let's go Go back. Let's go back to this Yada time. Yeah. Yada, 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 yada. Give me my new work. Yada. That's our new word. Everybody, one, two, three. Yada. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yada, yada, yada. Is that where the term yada, yada, yada comes from? Yeah, it might be. might be. Blabbling. Now, we're going to go back to, you know, this yada time. You were saying about God trusting you with what he feels. Yeah. And so he, you know, this is a great place to be. This is a great place mm. for every one of us to be where, you know, this is when you really, really invest in friendship. Mm. This is where you really see friendship. Mm. When God, the creator, trusts you to be his friend mm. by telling you his secrets of his heart. Mm. He talks to you about yeah. his heart. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. And so even that you would think would be the ultimate place to be. Yeah, I was going to say, can we go deeper? I'm sure there's many more places. But let's go one more place deeper. We'll go to where, say, it's not even talking anymore. Mm. You're not even talking about what makes you tick, what hurts you. He's not even talked to you. He's not even talking to you about him and how he created you and how... Man has disappointed him because Mm. he sent his only son to die for them and they've rejected him. He's not even talking about that. Mm. There's a place where you can come to where it's like when you're married 
when you're married for 50, 60, 70 years. Yeah. And that's impossible these days. That's uh, a miracle. That's working. another portal. That's a miracle working power to, mm. today. I claim it in Jesus' name. And I Word. wanted to say this one thing where, but if you are, it's like you know one another. Mm. You don't even talk. You mm. know what that person thinks next. You know what they think of the subject. You know what's going on in them because yeah. it's like you've become one in the spirit. And that's a place for us to get to. Listeners, people, that's a place for us to get to where we don't have to talk. He doesn't have to talk. That we could just be one in the spirit mm. and we could just know what each other thinks. And I don't call that psychic. Psychic's all about you. Oh. It's all about you and you being God and you having call the these answers. Where's the flesh sizzle? This is the flesh burning. Hear it pop. Hear it crackle. <laughs> and so just to finish that statement off, one day, one day mm. we will be with him at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Come on. And our form of communication will be greater than any form of the five senses oh. with the mouth, the eyes and the ears or anything else. It'll be a spiritual experience. Come on. Oh. We will know each other by the spirit. Wow. I need a cup for you for that one. Yes. Oh, the rejoicing of the saints. You know, I've been listening because um, I was convicted when you said a fool talks much. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to talk too much. But something that you said before too about um, each of these men of faith being able to hear from God. Yeah. And the Lord brought me to the story as I was listening of Job and how um, I remember Pastor Tony saying once, if everybody had just shut up. Yeah, one chapter would have been. God would have spoken. Because finally at the end of Job, the Lord says, can I speak? Like, you know, are you finished? <laughs> and... um. But like I, but everybody I, vented, all four of them vented <laughs> for but, 38 but I, chapters. But I want to take us to another step. What a waste of time. Because I believe that's step one. But I believe the Lord has revealed a, a greater step. We can't hear God vent until he hears us vent. Mm. Because it's about relationship. Love is about a response. Well, that's you know? what happened with Sam. He had to discover exactly. his emotions before God could show Sam that he had emotions. So even us discovering our emotions is in God's divine plan Venting. to show us his emotions. Right. We think it's all about us discovering who we are. But really, because you've been saying something later, lately, Pastor Robin, you've been saying stop looking at what man is doing, you know, and use... I'm, I'm going to say this very lightly. Use what the enemy is doing to point you to what God is doing. I look at what God's doing. You know, you brought something up. I'm teaching counsel by God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my first key mm. to being counseled by God is you see God everywhere. everywhere. That's what makes you pure in heart. Yeah. Let's turn it around. If you see God everywhere in every situation, then you will have purity of heart. And what's funny is that we always go to God in conversation because we're prophetic. So we, we understand that we can have conversation. But the word conversation means there has to be a response. Right. 
from the other person. You can't just keep going to God and say, well, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this, no, I feel this. it can't be one way. And then pastor. walk out, walk out because you're robbing yourself of closure mm. because it's not closed. It's not a conversation until the other person has told you what they're feeling. Otherwise, it's just you hearing yourself speak. That, that can't be. You've got to have two people to have conversation. Exactly. exactly. And that's why Job and his friends, it was just a whole lot of blabber. And not once did anyone stop to say, well, what is God saying here? Yeah, where's God in all this? What are you saying? You know what I mean? Where is he in this situation? He's saying something here, but he's not saying something about you. Yeah, he wants to talk about what he's feeling. And people say, well, really, does God have emotion? Of course he does. He says, you know, if you're lukewarm, then I'll spit you out of my mouth. I think that's someone that has emotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, God was infuriated when the children of Israel moved into idolatry at the, at, at the foot of Mount Sinai. Right, right. You know, so he said to Moses, move aside. Let me wipe these people out. You and, know? and Jesus said, you stiff-necked people. Where's the emotion? There's emotion in that. Yeah. So his emotion. He whipped them out of the. Temple. But that's th- pretty emotional. That's my I, favorite I emotion. A, I think a key here is because I'm all for Christians finding the process and, you know, understanding. So I think a key for our listeners to understand what the Lord's revealing to me as I'm listening to this portal is we can have our emotion, but until we get his emotional response, yeah. our emotion can't go anywhere. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We we leave it in our prayer closet at our emotion. Oh, Lord, I feel disappointed. Oh, Lord, I feel this. I feel that. I feel this. And then we say, but God, okay. And then we apply the faith steps. But I know you're going to answer prayer. And I know you're going to do this. And I know you're going to do that. But we never actually draw from him what he feels. Mm-hmm. And you know, Lord, what do you feel about my workplace? What mm-hmm. do you feel about my husband? What do you feel about That's my true. wife? What do you feel about my children? What are you doing? What, what are, are you, you doing? doing? You know? How does it hurt you to see this? Yeah. Because then that can really lead us to the true emotion because I was having a conversation with someone last night about how do we get God's emotion to be our emotion. Well, you got to hear what he thinks. Yep. You can't just tell him what you think. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing is here, and here's a good key to do this, to end this session, and that is God's emotion responds. It never react yes come on and i've been saying this lately shania and it's it's so it's so important this is the thing that i've been living by lately anytime you react it is going to be void of a conversation yeah but anytime you respond whether it's to people whether it's to god whether it's to the enemy it's going to have to include a conversation you can't respond without conversation. Conversation leads you back to relationship. So what pastor's been teaching in counsel by God, a communion with God, abiding, all these things, you can't have faith, hope, and love when you react. Mm. No, because their emotions that God fills you with, their things that God fills you with, and you can't have that if you're filled with you. Yeah, and how does he fill you with it? Through the conversation. conversation. So you have to hear about his faith, his love, his yep. hope, his life, what he wants to do, what he wants to show you about who he is. You know, My we sang a song God. tonight, and I, I love the I love the bridge lyrics. You know, it's the, one of the new songs, and it says, you know, you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You know, and I, I, I think that, like, the concept of the Christian can be like, oh, well, once the enemy's done it, 
then the Lord will see it and go, okay, well, now I'm going to turn it for good. Mm -hmm. He knows what the enemy's going to do before even the enemy's done it, you know? But he wants you to know it. And he's already planned to use the enemy as the garbage man to reveal who he is Mm. in the situation. Just just to scoop off the, the, the dross of the gold. Yeah. Gold comes to the surface uh, it boils and boils and it drops and the dross comes to the surface and that's how you separate yep. that which is not pure and that which is not gold. It just comes to the surface. You just scoop it off and throw it away and then you've got the pure gold. Yeah. And that's what God does with the enemy. Yeah, He just l- lets it come to the surface to scoop it off and to throw it away. Yeah. And you know what? If this is what we're go- we're heading now tonight, and this is the end of this portal tonight, yeah, let me say this to you: say e- it. Explore being a friend of God's. Yeah, it's worth it. We're going to continue this next week. We're not finished with this subject. We want to go into it, so it will become deeper and deeper. Because relationship has to be two, not one. Wow. My goodness. You guys. I have failed to sing that song, Michael again. W. Smith. And friends are friends forever. But I thought that would just like ruin the moment. <laughs> wow. The Lord. You did it anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you have friends. Please share this portal with him. Yes. Because friends are important. It really is. And is definitely an investment. Mm. Not just a one way street. You better get yourself another. You know Damn. what? I think I'm, it's getting hot in here. Yeah. Full of gems. Very hot. Anywho, guys, this has been another episode of Portals. Portals. See you next time. Bye-bye now. Bye.